0: I hate hominy.
1: Compared to you, I'm a big foodie.
0: I just thought you can boil a cucumber. Let me
1: find that recipe card.
0: I'm very picky about my donuts.
1: You weren't trying to impress me?
0: Here in America, we all love In-N-Out Burger.
1: (laughs) It's a mouthgasm.
0: Oh, I make a mean bowtie pasta.
1: (laughs) I feel like everyone's mom was constantly on a diet. She only makes soup.
0: Hello and welcome to the live work love podcast. This is Jeff and Coral. We are a creative couple living on the central coast of California exploring life work and love. Welcome to episode 9 of live work love. This is our weekly podcast that we record once every three months.
1: (laughs) It's shameful.
0: Yeah. So our last episode was the Women's March. Which that was, was our
1: last episode? Yeah. What a terrible last episode.
0: <laughs> Why? Because it was in January?
1: Well, also because I think it was a different tone than every other episode. So oh, definitely. Yeah. It's, it's kind of...
0: A bad way to... <laughs> a bad way
1: a, to take a break. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That was January. Okay. Why has it taken us so long to record a new episode?
1: The same reason that we record in the middle of the night, because we have a business that's open 80 hours a week (laughs) and three children. (laughs) I don't know, because we're ridiculous. Also, I think a lot of the time when we're having conversations that might be interesting conversations, we just are having that conversation between the two of us and... Don't record
0: it. Yeah, I feel like we'll have a really fun conversation as I'm walking out the door. (laughs) We'll stop for five minutes and talk, and it's interesting.
1: I have said several times, we should make this a podcast conversation, and you just don't do it, so...
0: I'm the reason. It's been three months since our last episode, then. Yeah, Yeah, I'll support that. Of course you will. All right, let's talk about your favorite food.
1: My favorite food is soup, and cake is a close second.
0: Why is soup your favorite food?
1: Well... This is a horrible conversation. <laughs> because it's fantastic, it's versatile. I can eat it hot and when it's cold and I can eat it cold when it's hot and comes in whatever flavor I decide I want.
0: That's good. Yeah. I've never met anybody so obsessed with soup before.
1: It's the perfect food.
0: I guess. I mean I've had some really good soup since I've the known perfect you.
1: Perfect food.
0: I thought a hamburger or something was the perfect food or a pizza.
1: No. Because listen, soup can be hearty and filling or it can be light and refreshing.
0: So you mean hearty meaning it can have meat in it?
1: It can have like big chunks of potato and carrot and beef and it can be very filling and robust. Or it can be very light and refreshing and not make you feel like you ate too much. It's just the perfect food and it's across the globe, in every culture, there is some type of soup.
0: That's fascinating.
1: Yeah, it's the perfect food.
0: Have you read books on the history of soup and stuff like that?
1: (laughs) I have books on the history (laughs) of soup. Are you
0: serious? (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: Oh my gosh, that's crazy. What did you learn in the history of soup?
1: I got my first history of soup book in high school. It was a gift because (laughs) I like soup. (laughs)
0: so soup has been a lifelong obsession for you
1: my first food memory is a soup that my mother made oh my gosh i've been chasing that soup my entire life (laughs) seriously (laughs) yeah
0: couldn't you just ask your mom what it was
1: she knows what it was but she's not the kind of cook that can say like oh let me find that recipe card
0: (laughs) She's the
1: kind of cook that would open the refrigerator and say, oh, what do I have? Here's this, this, and that, and I'm going to throw it in a pot.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And boil it, and here's your soup.
1: Yeah, but not just the flavors, because I know what was in that soup, and I recreated it myself. I've ordered it at restaurants, trying to, like, come as close to it as I can, but there was something about the texture, and because I was little, it was overly pureed, and I don't know. I just i really really vividly remember every single thing about that soup
0: how old do you think you were three or four wow i don't think i have any memories of being three or four
1: i'm sure you do
0: i think i have them if i look at a picture and then that's not a real memory it's oh that's right i had that spider-man sweatshirt with the navy blue sleeves and the baby blue chest yeah like the two-tone hoodie
1: I can remember the texture, the flavor, the ingredients, and also not being even at an age where I could articulate what those ingredients were, but now because I cook a lot, I've figured out everything that was in that soup, but it will never be that same soup.
0: In a way, I think it's good. You can't recreate it.
1: No, I do too. And it gives me something to strive for and dream of, but... (laughs) (laughs)
0: You're striving forever. Yeah. That's good. Keep on working. Yeah. Did the soup have a name?
1: it was kind of a, a lobster vegetable bisque but Ooh, that
0: sounds i don't tasty. know
1: if she named it anything but it was unbelievably tasty it was like leftover lobster that she chopped really really fine like smaller than dice it was basically pureed lobster and then lots of potato and celery and carrots and parsley and a little bit of sage I only know these things by how many times i've tried to emulate it so yeah
0: it sounds really good yeah there's this place right now i'm not talking to you coral i'm talking to the listeners listeners there's this place that coral and i go to in santa barbara called tupelo junction cafe and we don't get out of town too much but anytime we drive south we try to stop there and they have a lobster chowder there yeah that is so delicious
1: it's unbelievable
0: yeah i think we'll order a couple <clears throat> bowls yeah each and, and just... then one for the road <laughs> <laughs> now i'm talking to you again yeah. how does that compare to this childhood it's soup it's
1: the closest that i have found outside of my own kitchen really that soup except Tupelo junction puts corn in theirs and there was no corn in my mother's soup and it's also more brothy rather than bisque and the vegetables and the lobster aren't quite as fine as the soup that my mom made
0: that's pretty cool that's kind of reminiscent
1: like i said the closest that i've come outside of my kitchen but really it's about the potato and the lobster ratio that's the big thing
0: (laughs) i love to hear you nerd out on cooking (laughs) (laughs) so awesome While we're on the topic, let's hear some of the awesome things your mom did in the kitchen.
1: Oh, my mom wasn't much of a kitchen person, so I don't know what awesome things you were referring to.
0: I'm talking about... A quesadilla? Is that what you mean? I'm talking about some of the funny things that she did that that you've told me, like names she would come up with to make you eat food.
1: Kids love it chili?
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So what's the story behind kids love it chili?
1: It's the grossest chili ever, and I did not want to eat it. So then it became Kids Love It Chili, because I think she thought that might be more appealing to me. Did it work? I don't remember. I just remember being disappointed with what I had to eat. But like I said, my mom's not a big cook.
0: So was she just really enthusiastic and trying to sell it to you and saying, Honey, this is kids love it chili, yeah,
1: exactly, <laughs> yeah, and then it's become kind of a running joke with her grandchildren. She makes kids love it spaghetti and kids love it <laughs> soup, and kids love it smoothie, and
0: oh my gosh <laughs> that's awesome, yeah, and what about her special foods that her you diet wa- food that you weren't allowed to touch when you were a kid?
1: That was my mother's diet food,
0: what was her diet food
1: Captain Crunch. Was one of them. Let's see. Okay, this is something that I actually have adopted and really, really have not only great nostalgia for, but genuinely enjoy. And that is a flour tortilla cooked over flame on both sides to make it really pliable and yummy. And then smeared with mayonnaise. And then a dill pickle. What? (laughs) Put in it. And then jack cheese. And then wrap it up. And it's absolutely phenomenal. It's one of my favorite things. Like, it's my secret shame. And I can't do it very often because I feel disgusting about myself when I eat that, so maybe (laughs) once a month, but I want it every day. Every day. Yeah.
0: (laughs) If I had the kind of job or something where I came home from lunch and that's what was on the plate, I don't even think I'd take a single bite. Okay, well... But I hate pickles. Guess
1: what? All three of the kids love that. (laughs) Gross. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Well, my dad invented this thing that we now call cheese toast. I'm aware. My dad doesn't call it cheese toast. I don't know what he calls it, but (laughs) in our house we call it cheese toast. (laughs) And that's probably equivalent.
1: Oh yeah, it is. Well, I don't you, know. you I think a pickle steps up anything. You can't hit pickle status with your cheese toast.
0: Well, cheese toast is obviously a piece of toast, just a bread toasted, and then we put a layer of peanut butter, a layer of jelly, and then we slice cheese on top of that, and we melt the cheese in the microwave. Yeah. My dad goes a step further and drizzles honey over it, <laughs> I don't really do the honey part. Unless I'm at his house. Okay. Yeah. But the pickle wrapped up in a tortilla, I'd be all, well, thanks for lunch, honey. I'm gonna, I gotta go back to work early. And then I'd go to Taco Bell.
1: There's something about the warm tortilla with the cold mayonnaise and the cold pickle and the cold jack cheese that just, it's a mouthgasm and it's ridiculous. (laughs) And it's so good. Wow. And it's so salty and gross and perfect.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's the perfect hate-yourself food.
1: Exactly. That was one of her diet foods that I couldn't get into. You couldn't? No. She didn't want to share? No, that? she did. She <laughs> hoarded that. Are you kidding?
0: That's crazy to me.
1: <laughs> there you, were... You'd
0: think you'd want to get your kids on board with your gross stuff and make a tradition. Like, honey, I here's mean... a very special treat. It's a pickle and burka burka burka. And <laughs> like, you guys eat it together and enjoy a sunset or something.
1: My my mother was not the one who came up with that. This is like third generation pickle-rito, at least. And I do remember being given some of them as a snack as a kid, and it was a really big deal because she was sharing her diet food with me. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's really good. <laughs> did your grandma enjoy a pickled tortilla with you?
1: I know that my great grandma did. okay. Yeah, she gave me a pickle one time. <laughs> at least once that I can remember that's awesome and i don't know if my mother got it from her i'm not sure where that came from but
0: (laughs) (laughs) so your mom's special diet food that you couldn't touch consisted of captain crunch yeah the tortilla pickle yeah was there any other standouts that you remember
1: beef jerky like peppered beef jerky.
0: I don't see why you wouldn't want to share beef jerky. Well, I guess I don't want to share my beef jerky I don't want either. to share
1: anything with anyone. Are you kidding?
0: I guess that's true.
1: I hide things everywhere and then find them months later and forget <laughs> about. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not much of a sharer, but I'm very happy that the kids like the pickle burrito.
0: So were you sort of the type of kid that your mom would say something like diet food and you would just take her word for it because she's your mom and you wouldn't test it? Would you be tempted to be all, that Captain Crunch does not look like diet food. I'm going to eat some.
1: No, because for one, I didn't really acquire a taste for sugary cereals and I still don't. I'm just not interested in them. And I think partly because my mom was a little bit on the hippie. Side, Side with what I was given to eat. I think I just developed a taste for kind of hippie <laughs> food and I like it. And so I wasn't interested in Captain Crunch at all. Also...
0: Did you know that she was lying though? Or not lying? No. Did you know that... Let me rephrase that. Did you know that she was just trying to trick you into not eating it?
1: Maybe, but I think you can't underscore what the word diet meant in the 80s. <laughs> because I feel like everyone's mom was constantly on a diet and it was a really big deal. Like there were Slim Fast and Jenny, Jenny Craig. Craig centers. Yeah, and like everybody was on a diet all the time. And I don't know, I guess like Weight Watchers was a big thing, but exercise tapes were kind of new and diet seemed serious. That seemed like something you wouldn't joke around about or like mess with. I mean, I knew that my mom had gone through like her slim fast <laughs> phase and stuff. Is that
0: the powder in the can?
1: There was a powder, but it also came in like a pre mixed can that you just kind of shook.
0: Okay. So as soon as she put diet on it, you just thought, I'm not touching that.
1: Yeah, that seems really grown up. I don't think I can. <laughs>
0: Sucker. <laughs> not that you had a taste for the sugar cereal, but no. still kind of a sucker.
1: Yeah, I guess, but that's okay.
0: I am a sucker for sugar cereal. Yeah, I know. I love sugar cereal. And I love mixing my cereals. Oh, it's so wrong. Here's one of my favorite ones is Cocoa Pebbles. Not Cocoa Krispies. Cocoa Krispies sucks. Cocoa Pebbles and Lucky Charms together is very tasty.
1: That's so gross. So good. And it's wrong. It's... You're mixing chocolatey and fruity, marshmallowy something. I don't know. I just think that's a disaster. It's so good. I disagree. <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> okay, so back to soup. What is your favorite soup to make?
1: My favorite soup to make?
0: Yeah, not to eat, but the one that's fun to make.
1: Oh, goodness. I've never thought about that. I guess I kind of feel like they're all equally fun to make because I enjoy cooking. So all of them?
0: But is there one where it's you get to use all the tools in the kitchen that makes it more fun?
1: No, that doesn't make it more fun to me because then I have to clean up more.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay, then what's your favorite to eat?
1: <laughs> the favorite to eat? That's impossible.
0: Well, I have two favorites that you make. One is the fideo. Yeah. And
1: that's then the other at the top.
0: The other one is the potato broccoli.
1: Yeah, I really like those. I love, love, love the hominy one, but nobody else loves it. Blech!
0: I hate hominy. It's
1: love love. <laughs> love it so much it's loaded with chicken and lime and feta cheese and oh my god i can't even think about it because i love it so much
0: but the hominy is so gross the
1: hominy is so delicious i love it
0: how are we gonna make it as a couple (laughs) we're not (laughs) that's not true
1: peace and hominy that's the soup
0: oh peace and hominy yeah did you name it yes (laughs) (laughs) opening soon coral's soup shack (laughs) It's got
1: jalapeno juice, which I don't even like jalapeno, but in that soup, it's the icing on the cake, and it just perfects the whole thing. Once you add the little bit of jalapeno juice, then it's perfection. It's
0: alchemy. Sounds so gross. I'm so (laughs) glad that you like it. (laughs) I'm so glad you found something to love. Would you call yourself a foodie?
1: You've asked me that before. No, I wouldn't.
0: I think of you as a foodie.
1: Compared to you, I'm a big foodie.
0: (laughs) Yes. That was my question. What's it like being with somebody that is not as into... I mean, I love food and eating, but not to the point where I could tell a difference between a high quality pizza and a Domino's pizza. It's depressing. It depresses you? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Does that mean it's impressive when I actually like a food that you like?
1: No, because I don't think you're appreciating the nuance that I'm appreciating. I use a lot of herbs that I grow and the difference between those and something you would buy at the grocery store is like night and day. And you don't appreciate any of that. I mean, even when I'm chopping it, the smell that's emanating from these herbs is just insane. It makes me sad that you don't
0: <laughs> appreciate
1: that kind of thing. And then because. I, always, I love,
0: know, wait, let me interject. I love everything you cook, though. Everything you cook tastes so good.
1: Well, yeah but when you also equally love dominoes then it kind of I don't know it's kind of offensive it takes me down a few notches Ooh. and also because I love food so much I feel like I express love through food and I want that love expressed back to me through food <laughs> <laughs> and it's not I don't get that so that's sad
0: That is sad. Are there any tricks or tips that I could try to apply to my eating habits or life to...
1: You could pay more attention in the kitchen. You could flip through any one of the hundred cookbooks that we have and learn how to make something. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to talk about the cucumber zucchini fiasco?
0: We can skip that.
1: No, that's a good one.
0: When Coral was pregnant with our precious little angel, I started taking on a lot of kitchen duties because Coral was on bed rest. So one night I thought I was gonna cook dinner for everybody and I basically boiled cucumbers. I didn't mistake them for zucchini, I just thought you can boil a cucumber and that's how you ate it. That's
1: not true. When you brought it to me in a dish and it had some sort of dressing on it and I said what is this? And you said zucchini. (laughs) I did? Yes. I don't remember that. Yeah
0: how convenient for me yeah what did i put for a dressing
1: oh man it was probably a sesame teriyaki sauce
0: so probably whatever i found in the fridge
1: (laughs) on boiled cucumbers (laughs) (laughs) you can't make that up it's absolutely the worst ever but thank you for trying
0: (laughs) yeah yeah no problem it's what i do You were on bed rest because of me, so the right. least I could do is.
1: Boil some cucumbers for me. Thanks. <laughs> Cover it in brown shit.
0: Even the kids who were 11 and 9 at the time kind of looked at me like, what the fuck is that?
1: Yeah, it was absolutely horrendous. But you can make bow tie pasta.
0: Oh, I make a mean bow tie <laughs> pasta. When I was in junior high, I took home ec class and then in high school I took more and I really liked them and I brought this recipe home one time when I was probably either sophomore or junior and I made a fettuccine alfredo and my mom's been impressed with it ever since and is convinced that I'm a good cook because I made this one dish one time so at some point she mentioned it to Coral. Come in. We're recording a podcast. Is that you talking so loud? Yeah. Is it still recording? Yeah. And that's one way to get your teenage daughter out of your room (laughs) so fettuccine alfredo yeah
1: bow ties yeah
0: i guess that wouldn't be fettuccine if it was bow
1: ties
0: (laughs) (laughs) at least i know that yeah i've learned a little bit okay
1: i have a question so in home ec did they have you make the fettuccine sauce i mean the alfredo
0: we made everything from scratch and we even made our own noodles which was awesome yeah. cuz you do that roller thing and yeah. you make this giant So I don't that's know.
1: what you did at home? You made the alfredo? Yes. But now you buy the alfredo.
0: I didn't even know that you could buy it. I grew up with my mom getting the powder that you mix with something and I thought <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was making it from scratch cuz it was just an ingredient. But then from you I learned you can just buy a jar of pre-made stuff like spaghetti sauce but you can buy alfredo sauce with mushrooms and stuff in yeah, it. yeah
1: but i'm not a big fan of alfredo i like the but rich you do know creamy that stuff the real alfredo you don't use a powder
0: i know that now okay yeah i don't know what i did i don't think i used a powder it's i used
1: mostly butter and cream
0: i used whatever Parmesan. the recipe we got from my class was
1: okay i was just curious
0: yeah you have any other food questions for me
1: besides your famous alfredo no <laughs>
0: I think there are a few things that I am a little knowledgeable about. I'm very picky about my donuts.
1: And your Thai iced teas.
0: There's a few things that I can be picky about because I feel like I actually know the difference between a good one and a bad one.
1: Well you have very distinct preferences (laughs) when it comes to those things. Yeah. But also you don't venture too far out of your comfort zone food-wise. I feel like you basically have (laughs) (laughs) Just a few select things that you eat constantly and over and over again.
0: Oh, definitely. It's like playing a song on repeat for me. Yeah. I don't get sick of it.
1: What are your food things that you eat all the time?
0: Thai food, pizza, deli sandwiches, (laughs) (laughs) and then whatever you're cooking.
1: Yeah, you have a really small repertoire. And then I feel like whatever I make at home is kind of the cog in the wheel. It just sneaks in.
0: You've been making some really good chicken noodle soups lately.
1: Thanks. Everyone's been sick.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they've been awesome. (laughs) Really good. Okay, Evelyn's back in the room. And she's been eating Coral's food for her whole life. Mm. So, Evelyn, what's your favorite food that mom makes?
1: Mm, Mac and cheese.
0: Mac and cheese. Yeah. Out of all the yummy things that she makes, mac and cheese is your favorite.
1: She only makes soup. She doesn't make a ton of stuff.
0: (laughs) I love when you ask mom what's for dinner, and she says soup, and what's your response? Uh... Then you just kinda walk out of the room with your tail between your legs like a sad dog.
1: <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. Alright,
0: thank you. You wanna talk some more?
1: Can you talk about where you took me out to eat when we first went out to eat together? <laughs> oh,
0: absolutely. <laughs> I'm so proud of this moment in our relationship.
1: And why?
0: The why I told you was a joke, but it actually makes a lot of sense.
1: Okay, please explain.
0: Okay, the first place I took Coral to eat was In-N-Out Burger and we lived in San Luis and at the time the closest In-N-Out Burger was 20 minutes away, I guess.
1: Isn't it still?
0: Well, now there's one in Oro Grande. Oh,
1: there wasn't one there before?
0: No. So we drove from San Luis to Atascadero for In-N-Out Burger. We barely knew each other. That was our first date, I guess. And I'm not
1: much of a burger person.
0: Oh, and she's not much of a burger person. Although in the beginning steps of a relationship, somebody might lie about that just so they don't seem…
1: I definitely didn't lie. But I also didn't complain.
0: Yeah, we didn't have some talk about hamburgers when we first met.
1: I think you made an assumption and I just was being polite.
0: Here in America, we all love In-N-Out Burger. (laughs) And even though Hawaii is part of America, it's like a whole other country. It didn't cross my mind that you wouldn't love In-N-Out Burger as much as everybody else.
1: Or burgers in general.
0: Right. So I took her to In-N-Out Burger and then the justification later was... <laughs> <laughs> Say it.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: if that's the first impression then any place I take her after that will be impressive. Yeah. Is that about sum it up?
1: Also you should go into more detail because you said that you didn't want to set... Oh I didn't want to...
0: that's right. I didn't yeah. want to set the bar too high. I didn't want to take her to Madonna Inn on our first date. <laughs>
1: no bar too
0: high yeah that'd be a dinner that's i don't know 100 dollars or more i took you to a dinner that was maybe 10 dollars. thanks <laughs> but i think my friend ben when i told him the story i think he said that's good i'm gonna use that
1: yeah and he's actively dating <laughs> and doing this first date restaurant thing yeah often
0: yeah So why set the bar too high?
1: Was that premeditated or in hindsight you think that?
0: It was in hindsight. I'm not that calculating.
1: (laughs) I just think you didn't date that much. (laughs) 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 To come up with this theory about...
0: (laughs) If you want to get into that, then the point was, I'm not really trying to impress.
1: You weren't trying to impress me? That's rude.
0: (laughs) I think you're taking it wrong.
1: Well, Lucky for you, I liked the In-N-Out Burger.
0: See, it worked.
1: And it's literally the only burger that I think I've ever liked.
0: (laughs) See, it totally worked. My plan worked. (laughs) We're still together after all this time. This relationship was founded.
1: Against all odds.
0: (laughs) This relationship was founded on In-N-Out Burger.
1: (laughs) It's a decent foundation. Yeah,
0: exactly. So on that note, we're going to call this the foodie episode.
1: But neither one of us is a foodie. That's not really accurate.
0: We hope you enjoyed it. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any last words? No, we're done. All right. Thanks for listening. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Live, Work, Love. If so, please consider subscribing and leaving a review on iTunes.
1: If you have a question or suggestion for future episodes, leave a comment on our Instagram page, at Viva Paso.
0: You can support this podcast by visiting our store, Viva Paso, in Paso Robles, California, or our online store at vivapasso.com. Thank, Thank you! you.